by far the worst money myth that you are believing is that you have to work hard to make money. Do you remember when you were a kid, your parents said to you, you gotta work hard to make money. You gotta go to school, get good grades, work hard, and then someday you can retire. <laughs> you were brainwashed from day one to work hard to make money. So today we're gonna talk about the top three money myths that are making you work way too hard to make your money. If it's your first time here, I'm Dr. Amanda, the founder of NFA Money and the host of the Max Potential Money podcast and YouTube channel. And if you're on YouTube, click the notification bell so that you never miss an episode. Click the thumbs up because I know you're gonna like what you're listening to and watching. And make sure you subscribe to the channel. Let's break this down, okay? So the top three money myths that are making you work too hard in your business. I'm gonna give you all three of them and then we're gonna break them down and I'm gonna tell you why this is happening to you. So number one, it's gotta be perfect before it will make money. It's gotta be perfect before it will make money. Number two, it's gotta be built before I can make money from it. And number three, I've got to have a big audience to sell enough. So these three myths are making you work too hard. And really the biggest myth is that you have to work too hard or that you have to work hard to make money. So let's talk about that first. Um, <laughs> this brings me back to when I was a child and, and I know you've heard this because this is brainwashed into us since we were born in movies, in culture, in hustle and grind culture. It's everywhere. That idea that you gotta work hard, you gotta hustle and your parents probably told you you gotta work hard and get good grades. I want you to imagine for a second, what if your parents had said to you, you gotta work smart, you gotta play and do what you love to make money and then have your money make money for you. How many fun ways can you come up with passive streams of income? You know, I was on a podcast the other day and I said to someone, they were, it was a parent's podcast and so I was talking to moms and parents about how to instill successful money confidence habits into their kids. And, you know, one of the ideas was, why don't you give your kids $1 and ask them, how could you turn this into $10? Let's make it a fun money-making game. Parents don't do that. Usually what we do with our kids is we tell them to work hard, we tell them to get good grades, we tell them to go to school, we tell them that at the end of all that, after 45 years of hard work, you will have enough money in retirement and then you can relax and have fun. We don't want any part of that. I don't want any part of that. And I know that that's what you've been told because every person I've worked with, just like you, has been told that. You believe it and you notice that if you ever try to relax, try to relax because you're not able to, you feel guilty because you're like, oh crap, I should be working. I'm supposed to be working hard. I'm supposed to be hustling at every moment. And we were never taught that our energy is what attracts things our way. We were never taught to align our mindset for how can I make the most money possible doing exactly what I love? How can I have my money make money for me? What if your parents said that to you when you were a kid? How different would your life be right now? I know mine didn't say that. And it wasn't because they were bad or wrong. It's because they didn't know better either. And so if you're a parent, I want you to question, what are you saying to your kids that's instilling, installing, I think of it as your money OS, your money operating system. So we get downloads and you're installing downloads into your kids right now as you raise them at just like when you were a kid, you had money downloads installed into you that made you believe what you believe today about money. And that's how money myths get created. You start to go, oh, I see my parents working hard and I see them either making a lot of money or not making a lot of money. And you start to believe you've got to work hard to make money. 
And when you're little, your brain doesn't know the difference between this being true or not. It just sees that that's what's going on in your reality and it gets stored in your subconscious and your subconscious doesn't decide this is true or false. It just sees it and believes it. And then you carry that out in your adult life because you carry that subconscious belief and then as you're looking to your environment for things to be true, because we want to be true, we want to be correct, we always want to be right, our reticular activating system, our RAS, shows us evidence that it's true because it's what you're looking for. So because you believe it's true. So we look for into our environment to prove to us what we believe to be true. So your results happen to you because of what you believe. So it's your job to learn what's a myth and what's true. And so that's what I bring to the table all the time. I want you to get rid of these money blocks, eliminate these myths so that you can start to be a conscious money maker, so you can enjoy what you're doing and so you can make easier money and have more fun doing it. And the reason that I love to help you with this is because, my God, I believe that one for most of my life until even really recently, and this is even post starting my business, my first year of business, I worked my ass off. I mean, wow. And yes, I broke six figures in my first full-time year. It's funny how this fan on it's blowing my hair in my eye. Funny. <laughs> there we go. Let's see if that'll stick. <laughs> um, okay, let's, let's go back. I just got distracted. Um, so yes, I worked my ass off. I, I worked... I wanted, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm on food stamps. And actually right when I started my business in the beginning and I started building my website, I had a part-time job. I was teaching at the university. And so I, I decided to, when I graduated, oh, I'm gonna take the leap and build a business. And then that summer, during the first summer, I, um, someone in our department that where I had graduated from the University of Colorado Boulder had passed and he would, had been teaching the class that I had been teaching. And so they asked, will you come teach in the honors department? And I had only been to one networking event and I was like, I don't know if my business is going to fly. I'm not sure. So I took two, I started teaching two courses at the university as a professor, very, 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 very low play, pay, like slave labor pay, like just bad. <laughs> But I needed, at the time, I thought this will fuel me growing my business and I can dump the money into my business and at least it'll help me eat and pay my bills. And, um, and I love teaching, so it was a lot of wins for me, you know, and it was the honors department, so it was really serious students and I was teaching sex, gender, and society. It was super fun. What was really cool was that as I was doing that, I started to build my business and I started to get clients and I was like, oh my God, this is going to fly. This is awesome. So then once the new year rolled around and they asked me to come back and teach, I said, nope, I'm going all the way with my business. And I just took the leap. And then in that first full-time year, I went six figures. Now it was fun. A lot of it was fun because I was so inspired and some of it was terrifying. <laughs> I mean, like there were months where I, I mean, you, I had no idea if I was going to get another client. I didn't know what I was doing. I, um, and meaning I didn't know how about lead gen. I didn't know how to build the, all of the systems that, that you have in place that make things easier. And so I definitely worked really hard and, and I'm not saying that you're not going to put in effort when you build your business. It's the mindset behind it that makes it feel stressful and like hard work. So if you have the mindset, like I'm the hundred percent committed to building my business, let's say you're newer and you're taking steps every day and you feel inspired and alive. Awesome. 
you're still gonna have some fear and you're still gonna put in a lot of hours and those hours are gonna decrease over time. So what I am bringing to you today is the myth that you have to work hard to make money and that you always have to keep working hard no matter what and that hard work is what makes money because because that is not true. You could actually, once you align your mindset and you understand energy and money mindset mastery, you can have opportunities come your way that are bigger and bigger. The thing is that it takes some practice and some clarity and some alignment, pro a process of getting aligned for you to get to that place where it gets easier and easier. So you've heard me say one of my mantras is to work less, make more and have fun. What that means is I, every year that I build my business, I work less hours and I am very choosy about what I spend my time on. So I can refine my business based on zone of genius, which is the have fun part. So I work less, my income increases in my business. So I work less, I make more and I have fun. Meaning that the, the things that I choose to do are the things that are in my zone of genius and that I enjoy doing and I, and they bring me alive and they I feel inspired and they take spontaneous action and then I'm an attractor magnet okay so that's what I want you to be leaning into opening up to seeing what's possible in that way so if you're stuck in that place of like I've got to work my ass off there's no way that I can get to to 10x my business whatever figure you're at now if you want to 10x there's no way I can work 10x as hard so you're feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and stuck and and you're not charging what you're worth and you're freaked out and and you don't know where the next money's coming from or it's feast or famine or you get to a really high amount and then because of your money set point you sabotage and sink back down because you have this myth and this money block belief that you got to work hard to make money and you're like I don't want to keep working this hard all the time. That's what we're working on right now. I don't want you to stay stuck in that place. Yes, at the beginning of building a business, you're gonna you're going to put in more effort and energy up front than you are later in later years because it's a learning curve. Anytime you're learning something new, if you want to speed up the process, you're going to build a lot of momentum. And then that momentum is going to take on a life of its own where you get more referrals and you get more opportunities because you're out there in the world doing the things that you know you're good at and that you know you can provide solutions for. So it gets easier over time. So don't get me wrong in saying that like at a, as a startup, you just sit back on your couch and, and you know work for four hours a day and everything happens. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying your mindset around it and the way that you think about it is what matters. So I want you to be aligning your mindset for, I'm dedicated to creating a business where I work less, make more and have fun. And I'm gonna optimize myself and I'm gonna align my energy and my mindset and my habits and my systems to create that so that I can be setting the foundation for ultimate freedom of choice, time, money, right? That's, that's what we're creating here. Okay, so in those, beliefs, those three myths. It's got to be perfect before it will make money. Let this go. This is imposter syndrome. This is you thinking everything needs to be perfect before I'll release it because you're afraid that if you do something wrong, people are going to judge you harshly. And this is imposter syndrome. It's you thinking it's not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. And perfection is one of those almost accepted masks of of procrastination so it's just a procrastination strategy and, and and you can tell yourself like oh but I'm tweaking this and I'm doing that and I'm making it better but really what it is is you being afraid to release it I want you to use the mantra screw perfection just get started <laughs> this was one of my favorites when I was stuck in this I, I tweaked my website a bajillion times I, I created my first website on WordPress and I create I tweaked it so many times and I, it's because I didn't know what else to do. You know, it's like, who do I talk to? What do I do here? And so I just kept tweaking and tweaking and tweaking. And when I go back and look at, I, I don't even have access to the original. I'm sure I can find it somewhere, but 
it's bad. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> it's so ugly, <laughs> but it worked. You know, I sent people there, it worked. And it's just gotten better and better. I'll probably look back at the website I have now that I still build and I'll be like, oh, it's bad, but it, it does the job. Screw perfection, just get started. I had someone email me the other day or DM me on LinkedIn and they said, you have a typo in your money blocks profile, which a lot of people have gone through. I'm like, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> so screw perfection, just get started. Has that stopped people from working with me? No, because I, they know I deliver results and maybe they don't even notice the, the typo. And maybe if they do, they see that I'm human and that sometimes mistakes get made and it's okay. It's okay. Release it. It doesn't need to be perfect. That is making you work way too many hours instead of going, what's my highest ROI activity and how can I have a minimum viable product that I can just release, get going and perfect it over time. Perfection happens over time. And I don't believe anything's ever perfect. You're always going to be tweaking and fine tuning and having it get better. Don't let that stop you from releasing it because as you release it, you're going to learn a whole bunch and then that will help you fine tune it, but you're going to get paid to fine tune it instead of thinking it needs to be perfect before you can make money from it. Okay, number two, it's got to be built before I can make money from it. So this was one that most people don't think of and it's making you work too hard to make money because what this means is that you're creating a whole product or program before you even have anyone bought into it, which makes it a lot harder to sell. What I want you to do instead is find five people that are asking you for something already that you are, that, that they're saying like, oh my God, I need this. So an example would be, you know, I was, uh, I had one person say to me like, you, I know you started a successful podcast. Can you teach me how to do it? And I was like, great idea. Let me, let me ask the rest of my community. Is this something they'd be interested in? I got enough people to raise their hand and I created a program for it. People were already opted in. So I made money and they had, I had their buy-in before I even created anything. And I learned to do this over time. <laughs> I have not always done this. My first program I made, oh my God, it was an online course called Money Magnet Habits. And I mean, I way overdid it first of all, I way undercharged for it and I only got one sale after I had released it and already created, it was several modules long. And I had only created like the first few, luckily I hadn't created the entire thing, but I had created the first few, which was a lot of work, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. And <laughs> I only sold one and it was at half price because it was like the introductory price. So here I am going, oh my God, now I've got to create this entire program for one person. And, and I learned so much from it. So, so I don't want you to get stalled and not creating things. It's much easier and you work much less and you don't have to work nearly as hard if you sell things to people that they already want. You don't want to create something you don't know what they want and you're not sure if it's going to sell because you can have that upfront market validation by asking people in your community what do they need if you have no community that's okay just create one simple something like it could be a landing page it could be an email that says hey would there be buy-in to this go to a networking event and ask are do you have at least a couple people who would want to go through this program that way you're not creating a program that nobody wants so most people do this the wrong way including myself in the past and i don't do this anymore now i create programs that i have had people ask me for then I create it because I'm already paid for it. And then whoever else comes to it as a bonus. And then you build traction around that and momentum. And then it just grows from there. But most people do it the opposite. They build something and think that the people will come and then they've wasted all their time and then no one comes and then they're like, crap, I gotta start all over. So remember to do market validation up front so that you're not working too hard to make money in your business and make things that people are asking for. 
that's why they're coming to you because they're asking you, they're raising their hand and being like, hey, Amanda, can you help me with this? I see that you've been successful at this. Can you help me with this? And then I consider like, is that something I want to teach? Is that something I want to create a course around? And if it is, then hey, okay, cool. Cool opportunity to do a quick work, you know, one day workshop. Last year, uh, at the end of the year, I did one called how to set manifestation based goals. I had 22 people to attend and I had I did exactly this process. I, I said it to a couple clients in a session. They're like, that sounds cool. And I could tell there was like a fire around it. And so then I put the word out there and I said, you know, who would be interested in this? Got deposits and, and then I knew it was, a, it was a go. Then I promoted it and got more people there. But I had already had validation before I put it out there and took any time to create it. That way it made it super easy. And then it was just a one-off session. One off, it, was, it was a one-day workshop. Everyone at the end said, oh, we want this to be longer. So next time we create it, I'll make it longer. But I did that because it didn't waste my time or theirs. I didn't feel scared about if I was going to sell it because I already had sales up front. Okay, now number three. I've got to have a big audience to sell enough. Okay, so so you don't have to have any audience to sell enough. Now, in some ways, this contradicts the last one because I'm saying like get market validation, but you can get market validation without an audience at all. You can look to the market, say you join a Facebook group and you see the, the patterns of what people are talking about and you see, oh, people are asking a lot about this in my area of expertise. So let's say, you're a health coach and you get on to a Facebook group and you see a lot of people talking about diabetes and weight loss and that's something that you can do. Then you go, oh, I'm gonna create something around diabetes and weight loss. And then you start reaching out to people in that group and saying, hey, I have a solution here, okay? You, you, have, you could have no audience and do that, okay? You could have a tiny audience. When I, when I um, had a joint venture that was really successful and lucrative in my business, I had barely any audience. I literally had some posts on Instagram that had five likes, five. I maybe had 300 people, 300 followers, maybe. I had 50 people on my email list and most of them were friends and family that I had asked to join because I, I didn't really realize like, oh, you don't want people on your list who don't really care about what you're your services are. Of course they care about me, but they don't, they're not my ideal client, right? You want your list to be filled with your ideal client. So I still have a tiny list. You know, at the date of this recording, I have a tiny list. It's a high quality connection with my NFA family of people who really like what I'm doing. And that's my five-star clients. That's my five-star avatar rock star clients who are like, yes, I love what Amanda's putting out there. I'm aligned with it. I want to work with her. I want to know her. I want her free stuff. I want her paid stuff. And, and it's a variety of those people, but it's people who are aligned with my message. So I have a tiny list and I've made every year over $100,000 since I started my business because, and it's just growing because I target to the right people. I ask them what they need. I care about their needs. And also because I've learned to charge what I'm worth and I don't undervalue myself. So when I do have a connection, I do create a program, I sell for results. I don't sell by the hour. I've completely upgraded my money mindset to go, I, I bring value to the table. People are paying me for transformation. They're paying me for results. I know I can get them. Here's what this is. It's life altering and let's rock it out together. And that makes me work less. 
right? I don't have to work as hard because I have amazing people who are in my community who get results and then they share that they're getting results and that attracts more people to my community. And so I want you to know, you don't have to have a big audience to sell enough. It's that you've got to set it at the right price point. You've got to be selling for transformation and you've got to be getting your people results and then getting social proof and testimonials and referrals from them. And that's how you gain traction in, in your community. That's how you scale your business over time. It's not through hard work. Okay, I want you to get rid of this thing that you think I've got to work hard to make money. Then what you're going to do, this is the last tip and this is a bonus, is you're going to start taking money that you make in your business and investing it so that your money makes money for you. So when I started, remember I said I was on food stamps, I built my own website and then I started to grow my business, got off food stamps. Every, every time I made money, I put a certain percentage away and I put a certain percentage in investments and I let those accelerate and those grow. And then I would take those out and then I put them in a new investment and I just kept building and building. And now I have investments all over the place. I have money coming from everywhere. I have passive streams of income. And my, every time my money makes, my money makes business, <laughs> my business makes money, I invest. And so my money makes money for me. And then I think of ways to do affiliate programs where I have passive income from my, my business. I think of online courses as passive streams of income. I want you to be thinking and switching your whole mindset away from I got to work hard to make money to how can I play to make money? How can I make money be easy, fun, flowing. How can I work less, make more, and have fun? Meaning getting to live in my zone of genius, doing exactly what I wanna do. That's the mindset that I want you to start to install and download. If you haven't taken my Money Blocks profile yet, this is your way to start. Um, now it leads you to uh, the opportunity to my money course, um, my money story course. So it's called Rewrite Your Money Story. It's only 97 bucks and it's like the foundational course that you must take to start to reframe your, your money mindset. I walk one-on-one -on -one clients through this and, and to work with me one-on-one -on -one costs a lot of money. So I was like, oh, I gotta create a course. I've had people asking, hey, how can I write a money story? Because this is where I started. This is where I start everyone on their money-making journey. I don't care what stage of the game you're at, it will help you. So go to moneyblocksprofile.com, get your profile results, and then that will give you the opportunity to opt into that $97 course. And it's awesome. It will rock your world. So go to moneyblocksprofile.com and take the Money Blocks profile. <sighs> All right, that was so much. <laughs> Thinking if there's anything else I want to say to you before we go. Not today. I'm so psyched you're here. You mean so much to me. I know money is a scary topic for some people, actually for all people. Yeah, I mean, really, like we don't wanna talk about money. It's embarrassing, it, feel, it brings up shame, fear, doubt, and scarcity, survival mode fears, victim-mindedness, anger, rage, sadness, depression, frustration. I mean, it is a big topic. So I love that you trust me to take you on this journey with me and let's make buckets of money together <laughs> and change the world and make a huge impact and empower ourselves financially so that we can love what we do, make huge impact, have freedom of choice, have freedom of time. Like that's what we all want, right? Like we want to be able to choose what we do with our time, which means let's make a whole bunch of money in our business doing what we love and play every single day. Let's do it together in the NFA family. Don't forget to like the video, share it with friends, subscribe to the channel, click the notification bell so you always get notices when there are new releases. And I'll see you next round. NFA Money Making High Fives. 
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Max Potential Money. If you're ready to break through to the next level of income, go to nfamoneymakerlab.com to join the private NFA Facebook group where you'll get weekly money mindset and practical manifestation tips plus a free 30-day mini course called 30 Money Making Secrets. Again, that's nfamoneymakerlab.com. I look forward to seeing you there.